0: hey out there in podcast land welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving don't forget to follow me on facebook you should be repeating this with me (laughs) when we start since i say the same thing i guess i have to come up with a new mantra maybe i don't know well we are uh, going to look at psalm 44 today And I will be reading from the New Living Translation, just to switch things up a bit. Now listen carefully to this psalm. It um, has 26 um, verses, but I'm going to read all of them. But I want you to listen. Oh God, we have heard it with our own ears. Our ancestors have told us of all you did in their day and days long ago. You drove out the pagan nations by your power and gave all the land to our ancestors You crushed their enemies and set our ancestors free. They did not conquer the land with their swords. It was not their own strong arm that gave them victory. It was your right hand and strong arm and the blinding light from your face that helped them, for you loved them. You are my king, my God. You command victories for Israel. Only by your power can we push back our enemies. Only in your name can we trample our foes. I do not trust in my bow. I do not count on my sword to save me. You are the one who gives us victory over our enemies. You disgraced those who hate us. O oh God, we give glory to you all day long and constantly praise your name. But now you have tossed us aside in dishonor. You no longer lead our armies to battle. You make us retreat from our enemies and allow those to hate us to plunder our land. You have butchered us like sheep and scattered us among the nations. You sow your precious people for a penance, making nothing on the side. You let our neighbors mock us. You are an object of, we are an object of scorn and derision to those around us. You have made us the butt of their jokes. They shake their heads at us in scorn. We can't escape the constant humiliation. Shame is written across our faces. All we hear are the taunts of our mockers. We all see are our revenged, vengeful enemies. All this has happened, though we have not forgotten you. We have not violated your covenant. Our hearts have not deserted you. We have not strayed from your path, yet you have crushed us in the jackal's desert home you have covered us with darkness and death if we had forgotten the name of our God or spread our hands in prayer to foreign gods God surely you would have known it for he knows the secrets of every heart but for your sake we are killed every day we have been slaughtered like sheep wake up O Lord why do you sleep get up do not reject us forever why do you look the other way why do you ignore our suffering and oppression We collapse in the dust, lying face down in the dirt. Rise up, help us, ransom us because of your unfailing love. Wow. (laughs) Right? Did you see any of that coming? This psalm, written by an unknown author, is misleading at first, is it not? The first eight verses appear, appear to be a psalm song, song of praise and thanksgiving to a God who delivered the children of Israel, of Israel from Egypt, you know, remembering all of their past and what he did and how great he is. And then we get to verse nine and bam, change of scenery. How ungrateful. <laughs> it then reads like a spoiled complaining child. And so this psalm is categorized as a communal psalm of lament. All of Israel is in distress, as they should be. I dare say that this psalm was written during one of their two exiles, either under the control of the Babylonians or the Assyrians. The psalmist gives us a vivid picture of exactly how they feel, doesn't he? They feel God has abandoned them that God has deliberately allowed this to happen, that it's all God's fault. But what I find ironic is that in verse 20, they declare that they have not turned themselves over to other gods. But when we review their history, that's exactly what they did. (laughs) I think it shows how we can be so deceived by our own perceptions That we can't see what is actually occurring before us and or how we are contributing to it. The children of Israel did allow false gods to come into their midst. They turned their back on God. Ridiculous, but yet they're blind to their own culpability. Have you ever encountered an individual who can never seem to admit that they are wrong or how they contributed to a situation in anything other than in a positive manner? They are delusional and dangerous because they are not seeing things clearly. As mature children of God, the Holy Spirit convicts us to our inadequacies, not in a harsh manner, but in love. But if you cannot ever recall a time when you did something that you should not have done, said something you should not have said, been someplace you should have not been, then we have a problem (laughs) because you appear to be perfect and we know we are flawed human beings. We are not perfect. There's only one perfect one and that's Jesus and not us. But there's a flip side to this personality trait. And that is the person who always sees themselves in the negative. They can never see anything right that they do. Everything, they do everything wrong. Low self-esteem. And they're dangerous because what this does is it masks self-attention or, you know, attention-seeking. Because they're still putting the spotlight on them. It's just in a negative way light so birth both personality traps the people who are always I'm great I'm great or the people who are I'm bad I'm bad it's an inability to see things clearly seeing things clearly will help you also see how you can fix the problem or how you can maneuver through an issue that's why it's important when you are clouded in your thoughts and your views then you may develop a solution that will not work because it doesn't really address the problem because you haven't really clearly defined it. The children of Israel have forgotten how they allowed idol worshipers and worshiping to be conducted in their land. They, they have forgotten how they forgot the word of God. And in order to read that, you have to go to 2 Kings or in Nehemiah and read it. But there's a verse that states, I found the book of the law. The implication is that the book was lost, and if it was lost, that means no one was following the law that God gave Moses, hence why they had other gods in their in their land. So how can the psalmist psalm state what he does in verse twenty? He can't delusional, <laughs> but there is good news in the psalm, and that is that our God provides the Holy Spirit to help us not live in a delusional state of mind. And we know that God does restore Israel after a while, but he does allow them to suffer the consequences of their disobedience, as he does with us at times. So what can we take away from this as as caregivers? I think the takeaway is to make sure that we are looking at our loved ones with realistic eyes, that we are prayerful to hear the Holy Spirit guide us through this season it can be easy to dismiss a diagnosis that we don't agree with or to be so consumed with the negative that we miss the blessings that are in front of us. Resolve today to be clear-headed about your caregiving season and not to be swayed by the unexpected or the expected news that isn't positive. Remember you have God on your side and by continuing to place your trust in him he will help you make it through. Trust him. Let's pray. We thank you, dear Lord, for being a wonderful God. And we thank you, Father, for helping us to see situations with clear eyes, to not be delusional, to not to over-exaggerate the positive or over-exaggerate the negative, but to be steady, to let our yes be yes and our no be no. Help us to place our trust in you and to be rooted in your word and to not be swayed when we do get negative news and to not let our heads bump up when we do get accolades but help us to be even tempered even killed and we can only do that through your holy spirit and so we thank you we thank you for allowing us to see things clearly and always allow us to see clearly how much you love us. Bless each and every person who's listening today. Help them as they journey through this season of caregiving. Reduce the weight, the load, the burden that they bear in caring for their loved one. Help them to know that you love them and that you haven't abandoned them and that you will be with them as they go through this process. This we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, my podcast family, I want you to have clear eyes today and every other day and go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.